What's up, everybody? This is Unload the Bar, episode 24, and I am your host, David Espinoza. And on this week's episode, I have my girl, my buddy, Pam Rockefeller on the show. You know what? That's a dope-ass name, Rockefeller. Uh-oh, here she comes, Rockefeller. Don't look at her, don't look at her, don't stare at her, don't make eye contact, don't make eye contact. <laughs> but anyways, she's on the show this week, and she comes on and she talks about her fitness journey from growing up as an athlete, from water skiing to gymnastics, aerobics, and uh, then she talks about and how she got introduced to weightlifting. Uh, she went to the gym with a bodybuilder. But you know what? In my opinion, just some friendly advice. If you are a newbie, do not go to the gym with a bodybuilder. You will be sore as fuck for the next week, week and a half. Because they will make you do what they do. And then we talk about our struggles that we deal with every single day yeah we've been in the gym and we've had uh, years of experience but we still deal with with the struggles uh it's an everyday thing and then we go on to talk about how she gained a hundred pounds twice yes she has been through it twice and and she tells you all about it and how she got there and how she got out of there it was a fun conversation. Uh, I enjoy talking to my girl, and I hope you guys enjoy it as well. And I hope you guys enjoy our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all under the same name, Unload the Bar, or shoot us an email, unloadthebar at gmail.com. Send us questions, send us feedback. Let us know what you think of the show. And Unload the Bar as on all podcast platform apps out there. Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, you name it, we're probably on there. But if we're not, let us know and I'll get right on it. And then you can subscribe to the show, rate, review, and share the damn show. Share it, share it, share it. Let people know that we're out here. So without further ado, here's my girl, Pam Rockefeller. All right, I am here with my buddy Pam. Uh, I am so happy to have you here because I've seen you in the gym, and you are always killing it in there. Oh, thanks, uh, man. You are too. I noticed that for sure. Every time I come to the gym, you're there working hard, man. I know. A lot of people will ask me, like, "Do you live here, or like, <laughs> like, where do you sleep?" That you're always right? here all the time that I come in here, and it's just like. Uh, it's habit, know, right? It's, it's, a it's basically like a habit for me. Healthy you know? habit, that's for sure. Yeah, and it, sometimes I kind of, I kind of toe the line when it comes to healthy, and when it becomes unhealthy. When I'm, you know, I used to go to the gym and, and be there for like three hours, you know, or sometimes I'll even do two a days. Yeah, you know? and yeah. it's just, be, and it would become it, a healthy habit turns it into a, a, an unhealthy an addiction habit. almost <laughs> perfect yeah so. absolutely it becomes an addiction and it's just like uh, man dude but yeah it, it's, it's difficult but it's good to just find the balance you know it, that's it, a great 
it's great good, movie. but it takes for for me. It took forever to find that balance, though. Me too, and believe me, this the, the pendulum has swung both sides. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, so it, it took me a really long time to figure that out. But right now, I'm happy to say that I'm in a healthy place, and I'm in a, a part of my life where. I just don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like if there's like before, like if I would, you know, there would be a day I'm like, all right, uh, I got so many things going on today, so I have to cut some stuff out of uh, out of my gym time. You right. Know? Cardio, some certain exercises or whatever. Before, that would drive me insane. Like, no, I have to get this, 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 and this done today, right. no matter what. You well, know. and I was sort of the all or nothing thinking too, that uh-huh. if I can't work out, I'm not going to work out at all. Okay. And that was the opposite way, you know, and now mm. I'm kind of like an overachiever wanting to work out a lot. Mm. So yeah, so it's, it's, finding the balance is all what it's about. Yeah. So. It's finding the balance is it's, it's, it was difficult for me to, 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 to figure that out. And, uh, from the conversations that you and I have had, uh, you have, uh, uh, uh a nice little journey that yeah. you've been going through <laughs> uh so how how did your fitness journey start so you know i've always been kind of an athletic you know person mm. when i was younger i did water skiing and gymnastics and stuff like that so okay. i had a solid foundation mm. but then as i you know got into my 20s you know i had a tragic thing happen in my life where my husband at the time had a brain tumor. And so Mm. all the concentration was on his medical issue. And so I really didn't have gym time. I didn't, you know, I let myself eat uh, unhealthy for a long time. It just coping with emotions and everything. Mm -hmm. So when you were in, so you were an athlete, you, so you grew up your whole uh, uh, childhood as an athlete? Pretty much like water skiing, gymnastics, and Mm -hmm. and just any kind of tumbling team, you know, Mm -hmm. or like I taught aerobics too. And so, you know. So, but, but so uh, so uh but you were still in the gym lifting weights though at that time? Uh you know, I never really got into lifting weights until later on after um uh afterwards. I mean, I always had a little bit of muscle because of the water yeah, skiing would, and gymnastics yeah, and stuff, but but then, you know, once I got into the gym after teaching aerobics, I started to lift a little more and realized that I had some muscle and stuff. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked, uh-huh. I liked how it looked. So, uh, so you were an athlete and uh, growing up as an athlete, um, was that something that you always wanted to do as an, uh, to become an athlete or was it uh, just instilled in you by your parents or I was think just it's just pretty much instilled in me and I was like good at it, you know, mm, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if, uh, you know, you're familiar with the water skiing back in the day, but I was the, actually the junior girls state champion, uh, holding the record in Hawaii for uh, 1977, I think. So uh-huh. it's I'm kind of giving away my age, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Uh-huh. But yeah, so we were you know competitive water skiers and competitive gymnasts, and so that mm. was that was fun. Was Is that where you grew up at, or was just the, that was the, the where they held the competition at? I no, I I, I graduated high school in Hawaii. Yeah. Okay, so cool. yeah, it's kind of like home. But I my first years were in Texas. So mm, from Texas yeah. to Hawaii, Texas to Hawaii, quite wow, a big what change. A, yeah, quite a cool, yeah, quite a <laughs> yeah. change right there. How did you like uh, uh, going from uh, uh, to Texas to Hawaii? Um, huge culture shock. Yeah. But but like I think it made me feel more well grounded or well rounded because like in Texas. 
it seemed to be people were more alike. And in Hawaii, I was sort of the outcast, the white girl, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and Not I went to many white girls. <laughs> yeah. Well, I went to the public school system. And so, you know, uh, um, it was a different culture and I got to uh, experience all the different Asian cultures and Hawaiian and Samoan. Mm-hmm. And it really opened my eyes, Yeah, you know, cause you don't really have that many, Asians and uh, Hawaiian. No, in, in, well, in Texas. In, in Texas, yeah, you yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. don't. So you go there, and you're so, like, you know, all these people look totally different. I huh? know, and even they had kind of broken up English that I didn't understand at first, mm. and so, I, but then I kind of got used to it. Do you understand this, Meli Kalikimaka? Oh yeah, that's Merry Christmas. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could teach you a few that's, words that that's are. That's the only thing that on I know. The edge. <laughs> That's the only like all my my Islander boys, uh, like, my, my friends. That's yeah. That's well, the only if you're ever one talking that, about the glutes, it's okole in Hawaiian. Okole, <laughs> nice okole. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna tell all my buddies that now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so why'd you move down there to to Hawaii? From oh, Texas my Hawaii? dad was a pilot, and the Dallas base closed down, and so mm-hmm. he had a choice to move e- either to Houston, Los Angeles, or Honolulu. So. He chose Honolulu. Oh. Thought it'd be a good experience for us uh-huh. kids. So. How old were you at that time? I was, I was 10. You were 10? Yeah. How did you feel that, uh, you know, because, I mean, Texas was your home. That's all you right. knew. And then you're, all of a sudden, uh, your dad's telling you, hey, we're, we're leaving. Well, we were, you know, I have two older brothers and we mm. all kind of commiserated about it. We didn't yeah. want to move because we uh. were so used to Texas. But we looked at it as a new adventure for the family and, uh-huh. um, we were excited by the time yeah. we did it. Yeah. There were some growing pains, but you know, yeah, yeah, we got through it. And hey, who who wouldn't want to live in Hawaii by the beaches and yeah, the sun it just seems so laid back there, and it's, it's just like great. there's no worries yeah. and just yeah. like Hawaiian time is always 15 minutes late, maybe 20 minutes late. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's laid back for sure. Yeah. So so you 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 grew up to to liking it. I did. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. So. um how long were you there? Um, I was there until 85. Okay. And so just gave away my graduation year. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then I went to college in Colorado. And then I ended up out here in uh, Las Vegas. Mm. So yeah. so you you were doing uh, uh, your skiing, your water skiing. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and you're doing your aerobics all so all through that the whole entire time? Or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, my mom got me a gym membership when I was in junior high school. And so mm-hmm. that kind of uh, sparked the interest in changing my body based on what I do, you know, whether it's aerobics or lifting weights and uh-huh. stuff like that. But I didn't really get way into it until much later. But um, I think I started to tell you about when my previous husband uh, got sick with a brain tumor and then so all my normal routine of exercise and eating right kind of went out the window and I gained 100 pounds and just oh wow I got up to 255 and just felt miserable Mm -hmm. and uh, so that's when you know I finally got it back in gear in the year 2000 Uh when I stumbled across a book Body for Life so by who? Oh, it's written by Bill Phillips. And okay. so it's just pretty much a really simplified version of um, kind of the bodybuilding type uh, menu plan and workout. But it's it's really uh, simplified, mm-hmm. basic. So 
uh, that gave me a great foundation to work from. So but that's that's what I started to lose the hundred pounds. So so when you when you started to uh, you know going through that that time in your life, uh, you were still active in the gym. You were still a pretty active person before that. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't active for probably about a year because I was trying to help my husband at the time mm-hmm. rehabilitate and learn how to walk and talk again but before so, he had the tumor you were still I was act- active yeah, yeah. you're you always active, active going yeah out. yeah never really had a huge weight problem other uh, than I just like food but, food. <laughs> but, but, but you still didn't touch the weights at that time I started to when I was teaching aerobics and so that was in college so oh, so yeah. in college you started yeah to to, to pick up the weights yep and yep. how was that experience that first time when you started lifting those weights? The first time, oh my gosh, I was taken for a leg workout by okay. a bodybuilder guy. Oh and boy. <laughs> I did not know what I was in for. I uh-huh. mean, the next three days I could hardly walk. So. <laughs> oh wow. Do you remember like the, the routine, the workout that he had you do? Uh, I just remember mostly squats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was my first experience ever really lifting weights. And mm-hmm. uh, it taught me that, you know, you can't go too hard too fast. Yeah. But uh, it, it also taught me that I was already strong. Like mm-hmm. he was amazed at how strong I was. So, you know. Absolutely. Like those uh, um, those aerobic athletes. Yeah. 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 Dude. Especially yeah. at that time. It was just like. Yeah, the fitness competitions, like the aerobic fitness competition, competition, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, they're they're incredible athletes. Um, so he put you through this uh, leg workout, yeah. and you could not move for the next three days. Yeah, the next three days I was limping to class, and, uh-huh. you know. And so. you came back though. Oh yeah. 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 So you I so you kind of you kind of fell in love with it then, I well, guess, or uh, I realized how strong I was, and I mm-hmm. loved that feeling. You know, and I just wanted to see if I could do more. Isn't that great, so, though? Yeah. Like, yeah. knowing that you're able to pick up that amount of weight. Yeah, I'm actually getting goosebumps right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I no, but so I mean, it's, it's crazy to see, like, this whole entire week, my workouts have been phenomenal. Oh, just yeah. the, the weights have been going up. Right now, I'm kind of, I'm in, I'm in a phase right now where I want to build muscle and I want to build uh, uh, strength. And... Uh, Mondays are always my squat days because I feel refreshed on that day, Monday, because I take the day off the day before. Nice. So I do uh, squats, and I was just adding up the weight, adding more weight. And I'm like, dude, this feels easy. And I started adding more weight, more weight. That's awesome, more weight. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. I think this is going to be a PR. And I was a little intimidated just because of the amount of weight that was on there. And uh, um, I squatted it, and I'm like, Dude, I did it. Yeah, that's Let's, an awesome feeling. That, that doing that or even like any kind of like even the the the, the like the isolation movements. Like yeah. this whole entire like even like bicep curls. I, I did a PR on, on on bicep curls. I went up in weight and bicep curls. Just just having that feeling, just that strength. That's the motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the motivation to get to the gym every day. You know, whether you do two more reps with the same weight that you used last time or you add five more pounds or whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. as long as you're increasing that's what really motivates you Mm -hmm. oh yeah absolutely so you uh uh, so you started to to love what you got out of it you started to be uh you're impressed or you were surprised at how strong you were right you got it i wanted to build on that so you got hooked so you started going back every single week then huh oh yeah 
yeah, back to the rec center. And then I started reading every magazine possible, you know, mm. with all the bodybuilder, you know, workouts and everything. So I, I go back to the old school okay. days with, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And my favorite was Corey Everson, the, the, the gal. And I always wanted to look like her. So, okay. and then I kind of, you know, got the competitive bug and wanted to compete in the contests and stuff. And so I've done a, my fair share of that. So okay, so you so you got interested in and you started reading material to 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 get into this. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, so you wanted to become a bodybuilder, or yeah, is it just? Yeah, I mean, not like I never wanted to lose my femininity or anything. So mm-hmm. I wanted to be a strong, athletic female. Okay, you know what I mean. So yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't want to look unnatural. So I've always kept everything all natural and just you know mm-hmm. lifting hardcore weights and eating the right food and mm-hmm. you know going about it that way so so how long did you uh how long did you uh, uh continue to do this uh before you uh before you had uh, your your husband with uh the brain with, tumor yeah stuff. with the brain tumor so it was only a couple of years and then mm-hmm. um yeah, so it was about two or three years. And you were making progress in those and two years? And I was years? making progress, but mm-hmm. then he got sick, and it kind of put, I mean, a halt to everything in my life. Yeah. Even at work, you know, as an engineer at a utility company, and mm-hmm. I just couldn't even think. I asked my boss to put me on data entry because, you know, when your spouse is sick, yeah. you just can't all- even, like, you can't even, yeah, you can't even function. You can't yeah. even focus on anything I mean, else. I was worried, you know, he's going to pass away or mm-hmm. it's the tumor coming back or, you know, all these different things. He couldn't walk. And so, uh-huh. you know, it was a struggle. It was a struggle mm-hmm. just to get through day by day. So, unfortunately, my workouts went by the wayside and I gained, like I said, 100 pounds. It uh-huh. sounds kind of crazy, but it's uh-huh. easy to do over the course of a couple of years of not working out uh-huh. and eating as much nachos and cookies as you can handle <laughs> so, so you just so, so yes yeah, so you just all your focus was on your husband yep just your getting fo- him re- rehabilitated uh, and, so. and so you gave up the 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 training yeah um yeah. uh work you know all that stuff and you just stayed home yeah i mean i i, I did i worked as an mm-hmm. engineer but it yeah, was a desk yeah. job and mm-hmm. and then you know came home and just and focused on focused him. on my mm-hmm. husband at a time so. yeah and so, so yeah it was tough so yeah, um, and so you know, focusing on him, and then you were just like you said at that time, just didn't care about anything, just wor- focusing on him, mm-hmm. and uh, gave up on being uh, active, and just started eating. Yep, whatever was around, whatever, whatever made me happy. <laughs> I know because <laughs> that was like the only thing I was, I would get pleasure from was eating. Was eating so right? <laughs> you know, I had my mm-hmm. favorite uh, restaurant where I'd get nachos, and uh, it just was so. What restaurant unhealthy. was that? Well, it was a little Mexican restaurant. This is when I was in California, but um, mm. you know. I don't even remember the name of it, but no. it was it was so good. Uh-huh. But my 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 friend my friend came and lived with me uh, uh-huh. while my husband was in the hospital, and so we'd kind of that was our celebration. We'd go back home after the hospital and eat nachos and watch TV. So. That's just the routine <laughs> that you guys have. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> might be a couple of drinks in there, uh-huh. but you know, uh-huh. it was easier to cope. So yeah. Um, so from from uh, how long did it take you to to gain those a hundred pounds? Yeah, I mean it was over the course of two or three years, okay, and just kept getting heavier and heavier, and mm-hmm. um, 
you did, know. During that time, did you even like realize what was happening to you or? I did, but I just didn't. You didn't care, care as much. I was mm. pretty depressed because yeah. of the whole situation. Mm. It was just hard to cope with life itself. So if I can eat, you know, that yeah, makes yeah. it better. Mm. <laughs> so I was, you know, spiraling downhill at a rapid rate. But mm. um, anyway, it was nice that I finally dug myself out. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so you were going through all that and... Uh, you didn't notice. I mean, you said you did notice yeah, what I was mean, happening I'm to you. Yeah, I having to buy bigger clothes. <laughs> yeah. Or like, so you're going through that for two or three years mm-hmm. of putting on the weight. So when did it hit you? Like, this is this is this is not me, and 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 I need to do something about it now. Well, there are a couple of instances that kind of shocked me into place, and uh, one was going to the doctor, and the doctor kind of gave me a firm uh, talking to that I'm headed down the wrong path, you know. Mm-hmm. And I actually got kind of mad and pissed off that he would judge me, you know what I mean? Because yeah. he doesn't know me. I was an athlete, you know. Mm-hmm. What does he know? Yeah. But um, And so then I said, I can do whatever the hell I want, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, but then uh, what really got me was when I was uh, getting on an airplane and I had to ask for a seatbelt extension. Mm. I mean, that was just I was mortified uh-huh. absolutely mortified I never thought I'd be the obese person yeah. that would need a seatbelt extension uh-huh. you know and so after that trip and I looked at pictures of myself and I just I kind of had a heart-to-heart talk with myself yeah and that in combination with seeing that book body for life mm-hmm. I just thought okay you know I've I've tried other diets I've tried a lot of different things but I'm just going to read this book. He's muscular. I, I like muscles. I'm going to mm-hmm. see what he has to say and, and read it and mm-hmm. do it. So I did it, and it's it changed my life. So so uh, during that time, so did you try other things to to to, uh, uh, to lose weight? Yeah, you know, I always, mm-hmm. I tried the trendy things, which is, Whatever you know, ha- was happening yeah, at that time. I'm like, and un- unfortunately, there's a lot of diet plans that are just just that. It's a trend, and yeah. you really you really need something that's solid. Mm-hmm. Bring it back to the basics. Like, what can you live with long term? What can you do every day and work into your lifestyle that's mm-hmm. gonna work for you? Do you remember any of those trends? Oh gosh, like the, you know, like I mean, there was like, you know, I mean, there's the Atkins and there's the Jenny Craig. I did Jenny Craig, and <laughs> you know, I mean. They're all good in some respect. Uh, yeah. Weight Watchers, you know. Okay. And, but what I found most helpful was getting online and being in a community of like-minded people and just uh, being able to socialize with other people who struggled like I did. Yeah, people you that know? you can relate yeah. to. Yeah. And then even like once you open up there, then you also maybe open up at the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, I've made it a point to kind of get to know some people at the okay. gym and that's uh-huh. how I met you. But, yeah. um, you know, it's like if you see somebody working hard at the gym, I like to go over there and compliment them and say, hey, th- you know, it's noticeable. Uh-huh. So and, and that's and that's and and people don't realize and I sometimes don't realize that that can be a really big thing for somebody. Oh yeah, that's uh, motivation. Oh, right absolutely. You know, like uh, sometimes I get you know little compliments here and there, and sometimes I brush it off and everything. Uh, but I need to just realize, you know what? 
this person came out of their way to tell me that I look, yeah. you know, I look good or I'm doing a great job. And, yeah. you know, it's just. When I know you're like me because you get focused in the gym. Like yes. you got that scowl on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Same know? with me. It's like I don't look up and I have my headphones uh-huh. in. And it's like every once in a while I got to take a breath and look uh-huh. around. And, and I always and we always bring it up pretty much in every single podcast right? that I've done. That I talk about how uh, how I look in the gym and people mistake it as, you know, that I'm being, being an, an asshole. asshole. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. And, I, and I've said it, you know, plenty of times on the on, on the show. But uh, yeah, people, you know, it's just that I'm focused on right. what I'm doing. I'm not trying to be standoffish or or, you know, just, you know, being a whore or anything. And I mean, anybody can come up to me and ask me anything right. or just, you know, even talk or whatever. I don't care. But I yeah. mean, but when I'm in there and I'm getting ready to do my lift or my exercise, I'm focused. Right. You know what I'm doing, even while I'm doing the actual exercise, because I'll see people, you know, while they're doing the exercise, they're over there looking around and they're moving their head around. And I'm like, dude, you're not like, focused. no, I find a spot on the wall or wherever. And exactly. Focus. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I do. And I always tell people that, too, is like I always pick a spot wherever, whether it's in the wall, whether it's up here, whether it's down there, wherever. And I just focus on that. And I just like kind of like feel the the, the exercise. Like, right, I feel totally. the movement. Yeah. You know, I listen to my body. If I feel like I'm doing, if I'm doing like a Romanian deadlift and I'm not feeling it in my hamstrings and I'm feeling it all in my lower back. Yeah, there's something wrong. There's yeah. something yeah. wrong. There. But I'm saying though, you, you need to listen to your body. Your body's telling Absolutely. you something. Absolutely. That's one you know? thing I've learned through the injuries and everything. You got to listen to your body. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'll yeah. scream out at you and tell oh, you, yeah. hey, you're, you're fucking me up here. Yeah, exactly. You need to do something about this yeah but uh so um we got off track a little bit that's okay yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fine uh, um so uh you 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 had enough yeah you wanted I, to lose this weight you tried other little trendy things yep. and it wasn't sustainable for you yep and so, one of the things that i liked about the body for life program was that they told you you could have one day a week to have a free day where you can eat whatever you want. Mm. And I kind of needed that freedom just to be able to like be strict all week okay. and then have that one day. Okay. I, I know I'm going to get my chocolate chip cookies. So, yeah. you know, was that your go to? Yeah. Chocolate <laughs> cookies, ice cream, nachos, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's, I'm, a, I'm a cookie fiend. Yeah. I'm I love huge. Yeah. If you, I, I'll show you later on, but I have like pictures of like cookies <laughs> that I've eaten. It's like limited edition stuff. Like, oh, so I'm a huge gosh. Oreo fan. Oh, huge <laughs> Oreo fan. So anytime that they announce like, Hey, we just, uh, these Had are at the store Oreos. or new Oreos. These are limited edition. So go out there and get them. I go out and oh I go get gosh. them. There's we, all these different. We can't hang out too much. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> bad influence. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, so you had enough of it and you wanted to, uh, make that change. Um, and you got that book. Yep. And yep. you started reading through it. So, uh, so it, what, it just teach you how to, uh, to, to, to start training back again or what it what yeah, was that I book mean, it about was a real simplified approach to training you know okay. just doing uh weights three times a week 
So okay. one week it'd be upper body, lower body, upper body, and okay. then the next week would be lower body, upper body, lower oh, body. Oh, okay. So it's pretty simple. That's pretty good. You know, it's not not anything too complex, mm-hmm. and two exercises each body part, and you know, it didn't take that long either, other than adding some cardio, you know, and I found that that was my biggest success was you know, combining the cardio with the weightlifting mm. and then cutting back on the calories too. So, mm. and, you know, so, it's hard, but yeah, you can do it. So, I think the so biggest struggle is the food for me. I think honestly. that's a struggle <laughs> for everybody, yeah. you know, it's not I like, like to eat. And, and I tell, and I tell people too, like, uh, food can be an addiction just, oh, yeah. just right there. We're up with, uh, you know, uh, beer and and, mm-hmm. and and cigarettes and, and everything out there it can be an addiction and i think food is probably the worst out of all of them because food is something that we need you have to eat you have to <laughs> eat and food is everywhere right it's everywhere and there's or- a- always new editions of oreos <laughs> yes and always new edition of oreos they uh, they know like no joke they drop maybe like six or seven limited edition stuff you know, every single year. That's crazy. Uh, That's but crazy. it's just crazy stuff. It's like just damn. to get you to buy more. You know that, right? It, it's working. <laughs> it's working because I don't know how much money I have spent on limited edition Oreos from like they have the uh, the carrot cake Oreos. They yeah. have uh, they have so much like I'll have stuff from I had some Oreos from like Brazil. No way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they have well, like. Well, you keep your physique. You must balance it. I mean, you must. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, Limit yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah, I try to, but I mean, like I said, I mean, with 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 cookies, I'm just cookie monster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I cannot control myself with when it comes to cookies. Yeah, if they're I here in the admit, house, they're done. Yeah, I have it's to over. admit the the fudge covered Oreos. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Do, do you like the? Do you try the white ones? The I white have. Chocolate I've ones? tried them both. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. But I mean, yeah, it's just it, it's it, it's crazy, and it's something that I battle with with still. Yeah, I still have too. a little bit of a control of it, mm-hmm. but like I'm not gonna beat myself up if I you know if I mess up and I have go ahead and have four or five or six of them you know in one sitting. Right. I'm not gonna go to the gym and and you know, punish myself and do two hours of cardio or, right. or go the next day and just kill myself. And everything. I'm like, hey, I messed up. Okay, let's go back on, on back on track and right. let's go and keep that's, moving. That's where I used to go wrong is the all or nothing thinking. It's mm-hmm. like if I would go off of my plan and I, if I had those four cookies, I'd think, oh, all is lost. I'm just going to eat the whole pack. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> eating the whole pack doesn't work too well. Yeah. I've learned that from experience because, you know, you can't stay in shape and fit when you're eating a whole pack of Oreos. No, you cannot. And I, I mentioned it too. Um, there was just one time uh, I, I was going to take my son out uh, to CeCe's Pizza. So for people that are not familiar with CeCe's Pizza, CeCe's Pizza is kind of like a it's like a buffet style of pizza. So, you know, you can go up there and, you know, you pay, I think it's like five bucks and then you get as much pizza as you want. So uh, uh, something happened where he couldn't go because uh, <laughs> he wanted to go with his friends or something. So I'm like, all right, just go with your friends then. And then so I went to CeCe's. <laughs> and I was just gonna have myself. I was I was fasted the whole entire day, um, in preparation yeah, for lots yeah, of pizza. Yeah, <laughs> right. So and I I decided to have you know uh, a few slices. So I ate them and then I was like, 
kind of want more. So right? I went back and I got more and I had more and I had more. And then they also have brownies there too. Oh. So they had brownies. So I grabbed some of that. And then they had like this, like this pizza that was like, there it was, it was like a, it was like a Cinnabon style of pizza. Oh gee. It's, uh, it's a, it's a Cinnabon, but it's just right. like, it's like a, it's like a pizza, pizza the shape, shape of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a few of those. I got home and I felt so guilty <laughs> and I felt so bloated because after that I was just so thirsty from those carbs I just ate and that I just had. I drank like all this water and I and for people that you know when you notice when you have a, like heavy carbs and you're drinking water you just balloon up. Oh, you balloon. You just you just, yeah. you just all this bloat. I was so bloated and I felt so guilty that I went back to uh, the 24 hours. <laughs> Oh, no. I already had my workout done for the day, but I went back and I did an extra, uh, my, my, uh, the, the routine that I had for that day. I did it again. Oh my god! I did that. And I did maybe like an hour, hour and a half of cardio, cardio after that yeah. too. And then thinking that it was going to help me out or reverse all the damage that I've made. Yeah, but I just it it didn't help. That's, I came home and I still felt like shit. Right, I just felt that's so the guilty. extreme level of you know extreme mentality that doesn't work. So mm -hmm. yeah, it doesn't work. So it's just like hey, and, and I you take it what? like this: chalk it up and start a new day the next yeah, day. Just yeah, just next day you you hit it hard and you have all those carbs in, so you shouldn't be fatiguing yeah, in the gym. You'll be strong. You'll as be shit. strong <laughs> as hell. Yeah, the next day for sure. So oh, if for people that do struggle with that, just get back on track and just you know just go at it the next day don't don't add anything extra but just you know push yourself you know challenge yourself you know add some more weight or add some more sets and or, yeah. or, or reps or whatever just pick it up like i i know we've talked about this but i've struggled where i actually had an injury to my back and that caused me to stay out of the gym and i gained a hundred pounds back believe mm -hmm. it or not i mean i never thought i would do that like you just think that you've got it mastered. And I'll tell you what, though, that is a horrible feeling because for me to have to try to dig myself out again, could I do it again? Yeah. I was really doubting myself. Uh -huh. And um, I was able to dig myself out. And this time when I did it, I lost the weight over three years just taking a gradual approach uh -huh. so that my body wasn't so shocked and see, when you lose 100 pounds fast, I did it the first time in a year, and your body wants to get back to that norm. It's mm -hmm. like you're craving foods and stuff, and so you want to eat a lot. Well, when you do it slower, you're, you're saying, hey, this is a new routine for my life. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm eating this way for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And so your body doesn't rebound as hard. Now, do I still crave those cookies and ice cream and stuff? Of sure. Course. But I try to build them into my plan where, you know, I'm eating them once a week. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'm having something fun to eat. Now, if I'm training for a competition, obviously I got to cut those out. But, yeah. you know, that's just temporary. But for normal everyday living... You know, it's good to build in those exactly. foods, foods that you love. You, you're a human being. Right. You know, you're a human being and you're going to have cravings and temptations. So, I mean, 
uh, you're going to act upon those. Yeah. So now I don't beat myself up. It's like, okay, so I have four cookies or maybe six or eight, but mm. I don't have the whole box. Yeah. You know, I just say, I can save that for another day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know I, need, I, mean? I need to start learning how to do that because <laughs> I still have trouble with that. I know. I, I do. I, I admit I do struggle because I would love to mm-hmm. just eat the whole box, but yeah. I know how that makes me feel. I know. So <laughs> you all bloated. And yeah, <laughs> so, I know. See, yeah. uh, so you you read the book and you're doing your root seed, um, and you said so it was it was a fast. Uh, uh, My first, uh, yeah, first year I lost the hundred pounds. You lost a hundred pounds, right? And, and uh, in one year, you said right, right, and the first time I did it. So, uh, did you uh, did you change anything in in those workouts? Because you said it was three days a week, right? Upper body full, upper body, lower body, upper body. Uh, diet wise, you cut back all the stuff that you were eating. Yeah. Um, so did you started to uh, add more days? Did you started to add more exercises? Yeah, as I got more and more into the lifting, you know, weights and realizing how strong I was and you know enjoying it. I started breaking up my routines. You know, I've read about it in the magazine, the split workout where you do two okay. muscle groups a day or whatever. Mm. And I've done all sorts of different types of uh, routines just because you want to shake it up now and then change your routine so yeah. that your body, your muscles are guessing and, and building. And, you know, mm. once you get into a routine for about, I don't know, eight to 12 weeks you may want to switch it up mm-hmm. and then your body starts getting sore again and you know it's working mm-hmm. so that's kind of the the philosophy i take switch it up switch it up and so you know for a while i'd be doing eight to 12 rep schemes and then i'd switch it up to 15 to 20 reps okay. and then of course lighten light the weight lighten up the yeah, weights yeah, a yeah. bit and then switch it back to six to eight reps you mm-hmm. know and work on strength and so you know, it's always good to change things up. Mm-hmm. So you did that for that one year. You lost the weight. How did you feel? Oh my gosh! End? Totally when you got different. To that goal? Totally different person. I stepped yeah. on that scale. I was like a hundred pounds. No way. Uh-huh. And it was just amazing. And I, I'm getting goosebumps again because uh-huh. it's a great feeling that I'll never forget. Uh-huh. It's uh, spurred me to do things that I never thought I'd be able to do, like compete on stage in bodybuilding competitions and physique competitions. Mm. And, you know, even in 2017, at the ripe age of 50, I got on stage <laughs> at a national level show and the awesome. NPC USA's. And, um, you know, I'll tell you what, this is my best physique I've ever brought to the stage. I remember you were uh, uh, training for that competition. Yeah. And yeah. It was a lot of hard work. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. look great, though, man. Well, thanks. It was, it was uh, incredible to see because, I mean, it's always incredible to see somebody that's getting ready to compete and you like you start seeing that transformation right like every day almost. every day <laughs> yeah pretty much you like, start seeing new veins and, yeah you know. so like uh there's a there's a trainer at, at our gym that we go to and he competes pretty much every single year yeah and uh and and uh he's always uh training for it and then sometimes he'll take off his shirt and i'm like dude you look <laughs> I, shredded. I'm, thinking, I'm like yeah i look at him I'm like dude man he's yeah. putting in the work right you know and then he's uh um He's putting in the work and he looks amazing pretty much all year round. But when it's getting close to those competitions, you can tell like the small little details right. in his physique. I'm like, holy shit. But it's always incredible to see how 
how uh how somebody can push their body and and get those results that they want to get and then yeah you, to that level to that level it takes a lot of dedication oh yeah for sure i don't discipline ha- i don't have <laughs> that dedication and that discipline i don't and especially the balls to get on stage and just you know and and do all that you know i've had people come up to me and ask me you, you should or have coaches with me as well that would ask me but just I don't know. I don't have the balls. You know what? I love my food so much. You know what? I say (laughs) do you because Uh like, you know, there is something to be said about getting on stage and maybe it's a bucket list thing for some people. And and that's great. But you Mm -hmm. also need to live afterwards and you also Uh need to be able to balance Uh things out afterwards. I keep talking about balance, but it's because I was so imbalanced for so many years and the pendulum swung from one end to the other. Mm -hmm. And um, I know what it feels like to feel good in your own skin uh-huh. and to feel strong and this is the way I'd like to live my life forever you know and I don't necessarily need to do another competition yeah but I might get a wild hair and do it again why not <laughs> you know? right because <laughs> uh, you know one of the things that I found is I wasn't as competitive because I was competing with girls half my age mm. and I mean okay. and that's and good on them they looked much better just because they had the younger skin and everything. But uh-huh. I'll tell you what, I felt my best ever and I looked my best ever. So if I do another one, I'd be aiming for the masters nationals. When so is that? That's in July. That's it's in, July. in Pittsburgh. So, okay. Yeah. But Sweet. you know, that's still maybe a bucket list item for me. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so you lost those hundred pounds. You felt great. You love the changes that you were having that you were seeing. Um, and then, so right there and then you decided to, uh, to compete and take the, or take the training up a little, uh, yeah. uh to next level and start competing. Right. Once I kind of uncovered the, the muscle that uh-huh. I had, um, I realized that, Hey, I could compete. I could actually follow my dream of looking like Corey Everson. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. And, uh, I found a trainer at the gym I was going to at the time and he helped me fine tune and I didn't realize diet had so much to do with it. So she I mean, was your inspiration. Uh, what was her name? Corey? Uh, Oh yeah. Corey Everson was yeah. my inspiration. That yep. was your inspiration. Yep. Huh? Yeah. One of the original female bodybuilders. Right. So mm, okay. <laughs> before they got a little too carried away, but you know, <laughs> it's all a matter of perspective. I know. I know. I, yeah. I, I try to watch the uh, uh, the Olympia every year, mm-hmm. and Me too. Uh, it's just incredible, incredible bodies. But just you can tell some of the, especially when the, when it comes to the women, uh, they, they take it a little too far. Just a <laughs> well, little you know, much now they don't just, even really have the bodybuilding; they just have physique competitions, and they judge. Oh, them. yeah, that's right. They yeah, took it down. So right? they kind of uh, you're. Judge negatively if you have too much muscle, like look more masculine. So, you know, and we are females, so we should look feminine. But I love (laughs) the feminine athletic look. That's Mm -hmm. that's what I'm going for. Yeah, Yeah. and and so you you uh, started to compete. You found a coach, Mm -hmm. and so how did that process started to, to to go for you? Um, I mean, it was a process, definitely, but I had to struggle 
really hard on the discipline with the food because, mm-hmm. you know, I obviously you don't get to 255 without loving food. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So you went from 255 to 155? 155, yeah. Wow. And so my, actually my first competition, my weight was 144. So I dipped even lower, but, mm-hmm. uh, right now my competitive weight is about 150. At so. that time, how did your, your food or your diet look like? Um, you know, I, I took it in stages because I couldn't handle all the change all at once. You know, I had that free day mentality where I could eat whatever I want one day a week. Yeah. Well, that's not going to get you competition ready. Mm -hmm. So I kind of honed that down every week. I would be um, a little bit less of a free day. So and as I was 12 weeks out, I had a free meal. And then when I was eight weeks out, I had a free meal. treat and then you know four weeks out i was limited to this 200 calorie treat once a week you know what i mean so how do those treats look like oh like my mcdonald's ice cream cone like that was my treat yeah 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 (laughs) so Uh but you know i thought i could sacrifice temporarily for the competition Uh so eventually obviously you don't have any extra treats because you yeah. have the level of leanness you need to achieve to compete is you know almost subhuman <laughs> so yeah all those little small details count oh they do yeah. i all mean i was things. down to the sugarless gum like counting how many pieces i chewed per day really? so. wow because <laughs> they have calories too mm-hmm. so so at that time you were competing at 144 yeah 145 you yep. said Yep, 144 was my first weigh-in. Uh-huh. So competition hits, competition day hits. How'd you do? Um, I actually took first in novice. Wow, congratulations. Which, yeah, so that's I know the, that I'm a little late. The, but the, yeah. the beginners, and then I took second in heavyweight open. So that's wow. a, a, against the big girls. And the girl who won ended up going pro, so she was okay. She was huge. and. Mm-hmm. I admire I admire her tenacity so much. Wow! So, so how? So I mean, obviously you've you're you're over the moon when you I yeah you yeah. Know. And then I realized I didn't know this until after the competition. But placing second at a state level competition meant I was qualified for nationals. Yeah. And so I went ahead and did the uh, team universe uh, in New York that uh, year. How old were you and at this time? Um, I was 32, I think. Okay. I'm trying to remember. Uh-huh. Yeah. So my first competition at 32. Uh-huh. So I've been competing a while. So, so you, uh, so you went to uh, nationals, you said? I did. And I yeah. actually placed fifth in heavyweight. I was blown away that I actually placed. Yeah. I was so happy. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it, the competition was stiff. Mm-hmm. But. So that was your last competition for that year? Or did you yeah, that year, that was my last competition. And then I competed again in 2002 and 2003, and then I've competed off and on since. But mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, an addiction, I guess. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Just because, I mean, you see, like you said, like, you see the changes in your body, and you see how you're transforming, and and you see the, the, the leanness, and you see the the definition. You I see love it. Uh, just... The, the sculpt I always tell people us and I tell everybody this everybody in there in that gym are bodybuilders yep, you know we, we go in and no matter what your goal is whether you're a strength athlete whether you are trying to lose weight whether you are a bodybuilder we're all bodybuilders we're all we're out there sculpting our bodies exactly. we're, we're, we're pretty much like artists yep. you know we, yep. we take clay 
and then we start just scraping off, you know, a little detail here. I want this a little bit bigger. I want that a little bit smaller, you know, and that's what we do. And that's what's amazing is you can do that and like sculpt mm-hmm. your routine differently to work on your glutes or work on your quad sweep. You know, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. No, it's incredible to see. And, and, uh, and it's, I always get people out there that, that, that compete out there, you know, kudos. And I know how much work that they put in, not just inside the gym, but outside the gym as well, mm-hmm. uh, to be able to compete. So you started to, uh, uh, you started, you fell in love with it. Yep. With the, absolutely. With the competition. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier before that you, uh, that you gained the hundred pounds back. Yeah. That was when I had a back injury. So, yeah. uh, so what happened there? Yeah, it was really, you know, working a desk job didn't mm-hmm. help and just trying. The same job, the, the engineering job? Yeah, I okay. did the engineering for uh, most of my career and, um, you know, it's a desk job, so you don't get a lot of movement. And then when, with my back going out and just, I had that severe pain on the medial branch uh, nerve. And okay. so it's the one that wraps around your hip. And so, so anyway, how did, that, so I how just, did that happen? You know, it actually is a result of I've got a little bit of a genetic uh, deformity in my back. So, okay. so like I've got an extra, uh, I've got an extra lumbar vertebrae and one less sacral, and so they're basically not fused where mo- most people have a fusion. Okay, and so it gets off center and pinches the nerve but i've since had that taken care of with um, a nerve ablation where they actually kill the nerve so Mm -hmm. um but that's what got me back on track is Mm -hmm. once i got that fixed and i wasn't in severe pain i was able to get back to the gym so how but how how did you uh how did your back go out though i mean it was just a process of of lifting weights and I think it was on the leg press honestly mm-hmm. you know it was one of those leg presses that didn't support your back well okay and so and I got a little crazy leg pressing a thousand pounds but you know <laughs> no big deal yeah, no it was big a light deal. day on the regular <laughs> <laughs> so but so but, wait yeah. you like kind of you felt something right there in your in your back when you were you know you it was gradually coming on and then the next day I couldn't get out of bed so oh wow and it was the nerve pain it wasn't just uh-huh. muscle pain uh-huh. i know the difference and so the nerve pain really is something you don't want to ever have oh absolutely not <laughs> so know? so you couldn't get out of bed so did you um uh did you uh, just think that oh, it was just you're just sore you pushed a little bit too hard so you just you know you know rested for a few days yeah or? i thought if i rested for a few days i'd be back in action but uh, uh-huh. unfortunately that wasn't the case and Every little movement I did would just flare it up again. And so I finally, you know, went to a back doctor and over the course of many months, finally figured out what the problem was and mm-hmm. got that. So no one could figure it out in those few months? Like what was wrong with you? Or I mean, they knew I had a nerve pinched somehow, but they didn't know mm-hmm. why. And so it wasn't until I got the detailed MRI and they found out the genetic difference. And, you know, so, so, so that whole entire time you weren't working out. Yeah. You yeah. just stopped going. I, I couldn't. Uh-huh. I mean, even trying to do bicep curls, I can't stand up. Oh, wow. You know, with my back hurting so bad. Mm-hmm. So so you, you you were going through that. So you after that, she had to do surgery, right? Yep, yep. So it's, I, I, yeah, that where they, it's more like a needle, but they send ultrasonic 
waves. I'm not really speaking too medically yeah. <laughs> uh, competent here, but mm-hmm. um, and it basically burns and kills the nerve mm-hmm. uh, that was causing the pain. And how long did that process take to, for, for you to uh, recover, fully recover? You know, it took about um, six weeks for it to really 100% mm-hmm. uh, like work its way down to the end of the nerve. I'm, I'm not really sure why or how come it takes that long, but that's how long it took before I could get back to action. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. So, but so you waited a few months before you started doing the, the surgery, right? Right. Cause I wasn't sure, you know, do I need to just stretch? Do I need to, you know, I tried yeah. all these different techniques and nothing really helped until I got the nerve ablation done. And during that process you gained yeah, hundred pounds. I gained all the way back. All the <laughs> so, way back. So, I never thought I'd do that again, but. Uh, and so, so, uh, um, so you were just eating whatever you was around, right? Or, and just. You know, it was a sort of a cycle. I knew more about nutrition at that point. Uh-huh. And so I would, you know, try to be strict with my food. And then I would like have a problem with cookies or ice cream or something. And then yeah. I would say, oh, what the hell? And I binge, you know, I wasn't a healthy mindset at all. It was kind of the yeah. all or nothing thinking that, oh, I, I can't be perfect on my plan. So I'm just going to chow down yeah (laughs) and so then that would spiral me down into depression and then you know it's just sort of a a self-defeating um spiral if you want to put it that way but so that's how I put on all the weight then I try to you know reel myself back in and eat healthy but I had this all or nothing mentality that wasn't good and so yeah it wasn't until I got more of a level head about it you know looking for balance looking for what's healthy for my body mind and and everything in mm-hmm. my life you know you gotta enjoy your life too you Absolutely. know there's nothing wrong with a cookie now and then I know so. I always tell people it's like <laughs> you guys we 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 on this earth once after that, right. that's it's, it. We're done. I know. So it's like, and I have friends that they don't touch any of that stuff. They don't touch right. junk food. They don't touch, you know, any of the, you know, any kind of like flavorful foods, uh, just uh, because of the, uh, the, the being afraid of what what would it do to them mm-hmm. or what could uh, trigger. Yeah. And uh, and I always tell them it's like. We get to live this life once. If there's something out there that I've never like, I go when we go on family vacations and I'm out there and I've never seen a dessert like that before. Oh yeah, I want to go ahead and try it. it. You know, I don't care what it is. You know, if I know that it's not here in Vegas, then I'm going to have it out there. Yeah. Um, But it's just yeah, just enjoy yourself. You know, and that's not that serious. Yeah, that's one thing I always rate. Like if I see a dessert. Uh-huh. And I look at it and it looks like, oh, maybe it's a little dry. So I'm looking and I'm thinking, that's not even worth the calories. Yeah. But then I see a brownie that's like moist and like looks like it's full of chocolate chips and walnuts. Yeah. And would be the best brownie I've ever tasted. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to taste that one. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Th- that one's worth the calories mm-hmm. f- for me. So, you know, pick and choose your sins. <laughs> I know, I right? <laughs> just pick and choose. It's not that hard. Yeah, it's, like, it's not that hard. But yeah, it is hard, but <laughs> it, no, it well, yeah, it is hard, but I mean, it's 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 how this is how I do. So like I said, if uh, if I can find it here in Vegas then I won't have it in in Cali, in Cali. You know, I, we go to Cali pretty much every year. 
Uh, and uh, if I see something out there that I can have it here, mm-hmm. I won't touch it out there. Mm-hmm. But if there's something out there that they don't have it here or that I don't know of, then I'm probably going to have it over there. Like we went to Disneyland like uh, in uh, in late November and they had all these you know, macaroons that mm. were in the shape of Mickey Mouse and just has this like cream in the middle. I'm like, well, I'm not going to have this shit in, right. in Vegas. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm going to have it. So I just had that and just, I don't know. It's just, you know, like, like you said, pick and choose, right? you know, and, and you'll be fine. You know what? And the other thing I've learned through this is, you know, as I got obese both times, my blood pressure went up and my cholesterol was up and I had other mm. like, I was borderline diabetic and I, I mean, all these health things go wrong. So the way I look at it now, okay, you can either struggle through medical situation, yeah, you know, that's your struggle or you struggle through choosing what dessert to eat. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Like it, y- you could decide to eat every dessert yeah. and then you're medically struggling. Mm-hmm. You have to watch that or you can watch what you're eating every uh-huh. day. And have a treat once in a while. Yeah, and so just have a treat once in a while. That's your struggle. Yeah, that's yeah. not that bad, right? <laughs> well, like that's what I'm saying, though. It's not that complicated, you right? Know, just, like you said, just pick and choose what you want. And if there's something that you want this week, and you want like like you want a plate of cookies this week, and then but you also want ice cream, just have the ice cream next week. I don't right? Know. Exactly. It's just, it's, just, it's just you know, like I said, just don't it's, make things so complicated. Yeah, make just, it eighty twenty rule. Eighty percent of your nutrition is right on spot, and then twenty percent of the time. Yeah, you go out of bounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fine. You know, you'll be okay, you guys. Don't, yeah. don't worry about <laughs> it. Uh, so you gained the 100, the 100 pounds back. Right. How long did it take you for, to gain the, those 100 pounds? You know, I don't know exactly because I kind of went up and down and I try and I, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of struggled. It was just when my back was hurting and just couldn't yeah. get out. So I'd say it was like a year. I mean, it really didn't take that long at all. Uh-huh. Um, and then... Um, but this time when I took it off, I took it off for good, you know, yeah. and uh, had more of a balanced approach. So uh, lifestyle change. How did that feel when you knew that or when it hits you that like I'm here again? Like, oh. How did this happen? Or like, you know, it was tough because it really uh, damages your self-esteem like mm-hmm. you feel like you've completely failed and like I questioned myself whether I could do it again and I was really in a miserable place it was mm-hmm. probably I was deeper and darker into depression than yeah. the time before mm-hmm. and so did anybody like bring it up to you like any family friends and like yeah I mean yeah, my parents were worried about my health mm-hmm. you know and they didn't want to judge me based on my looks but they were concerned for my health and so was I, honestly, because once you get that pre-diabetic talking to, so, yeah. you know, do you want to be on meds the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. So, yeah. so you know, I just had to reel it in. And I, I told myself, I said, well, maybe I'll never be competitive bodybuilder again, mm-hmm. but I want to be healthy. Okay. And so the focus was more on being healthy and balanced um, and being consistent. I looked at it kind of like brushing your teeth, like. Would would you ever consider not brushing your teeth one day? Uh-huh. I mean, most of us would that would feel terrible. You know, you wake <laughs> up with morning breath and I you know. haven't brushed your teeth. Well, that's how exercise and watching my food intake is for me daily. Uh-huh. It's like 
that's a daily thing you do for maintenance, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there's no other way around it. And so I'm not going to skip a workout. I'm not going to skip, mm-hmm. you know, my 80% nutrition theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm going to be good. And, and that's a good way uh, to look at it. And, and sometimes, you know, you, you know, just going to the gym and just doing something. I mean, that could be enough. You don't have to push oh, yeah. it like how you and I go in right. there, <laughs> you know, and, and just adding more weight and adding more weight and just getting stronger and stronger and stronger and building all this muscle, muscle. It's expensive to hold on to, uh, to muscle. Right. You have to eat a lot of calories to <laughs> right. maintain this kind of stuff. But I mean, yeah, you don't have to go ahead and look all, you know, jacked up like us you know you can go and just do something you know just be active and do you know a few minutes in the cardio or just lift some weights and 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 just do it like that you know you don't have to uh you know look like us right when you're going in there well, I definitely don't look perfect on most days. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we all have that uh, that that way of thinking too. Uh, uh, I always tell people if you want to go uh, to if you want to find a, a place where you have like the most low self esteem people, just go to a gym. <laughs> right. You know, all of us in there have low self esteem. Right. <laughs> uh, we're the, trying to improve that. We're That's trying why. to improve that. But I mean, we can get all the compliments in the world from all these people, and 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 it, you know, and it will Still sometimes it's not good enough, and it's not good enough, right. you know, exactly, you know. We'll go and and one day we'll be like and looking ourselves in the mirror, and we're like, man, you're looking pretty good today, man. <laughs> Keep it up, right? And then the next day you'll go ahead and you're you're brushing your teeth and you're just looking at yourself, and you're like, what the fuck happened to <laughs> you, know. you know? Believe me, my weight fluctuated so much that, uh-huh. you know, that's what I do on the daily. It's mm-hmm. like, what happened to you? Yeah, it's just <laughs> like, oh, my God. It's an everyday struggle, I think, for everybody. But, I mean, I mean. But put in the work, you know, whether it's 15 minutes, whether it's an hour, mm-hmm. it, you find out what works for your life that day, depending on the condition. It's best to at least get into the gym. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it's, you know, a 20 minute workout, mm-hmm. you know, you can, Something. you can have a lot of progress just with 20 minute workouts. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. so, so you started to lose those hundred pounds. I did. So I what did. you, what would you, uh, kind of routine? Did you go back to the old routine that you used to do or, you know, I, I always go back to the basics, mm-hmm. you know, do what you know and, uh, keep it simple is what I say. Absolutely. You That's know, what everybody tells me. Just keep kiss keep yep, it simple keep it stupid sim- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know don't over compliment compliment uh, my uh don't over complicate it thank there you, you. <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah you, you just you're, you're setting yourself up for 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 the worst if you do that but yeah just keeping it simple so yep, that's what you did keeping it simple uh-huh and just did yep. that and just and kept just on adding you know from there. i i always felt like okay i'm not this spectacular athlete but as long as I do what I can do mm-hmm. and do my best at it, mm-hmm. you know, I look over at Joe running at 10.5 miles an hour or whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I'm not going to be able to do that because mm-hmm. of my knees or whatever. Yeah. So I just, you know, my, my go-to cardio equipment is the step mill because you're climbing stairs yeah, uh, using your big muscle groups. You're holding on to muscle while burning fat. So that's my, yeah. uh, just my two cents there. Mm-hmm. But, um, but lifting weights also, you know, that's, um, it's, it's amazing because it's helped in so many areas of my life, not just nutritionally, not just physically, but 
also medically speaking. My bone density, I got it measured, and it's off the charts, like literally five times as strong as a 30-year-old female. Really? Wow. Yeah, and I'm 50, so it's like, you That's know. awesome, though. Or 51, uh-huh. who's counting? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, I mean, that's awesome to hear, though. Right, my that. bone density is just off the charts. No wonder I've never broken a bone, so. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> um, and I've always been told, too, by my by my parents that I have really thick bones or whatever. And I was just, you know, didn't I always brushed it off, but, I mean, I never had a broken bone in my body either, right. and I've always been active. You know, I have you know sprains here and there, or whatever, or I mean stuff like that, small little stuff. But I never had any Bones, fractures yeah. or anything like that. And uh, recently, I had four of my wisdom teeth pulled out. Oh, and uh, and and my surgeon confirmed it to me that I had strong bones because uh, so they had to put me out, right. obviously for it. And my wife picked me up for after the uh, the procedure, and he was telling, and I was out of it at this time. I already woken up, and uh, but I was out of it. Right. So uh, uh, the 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 surgeon he told my wife like, hey, yeah, everything went well. Um, uh, I have to tell you though, his uh, we had trouble pulling the teeth out because his, his bones are so <laughs> strong. And I guess uh, uh, I heard this, and I started flexing, <laughs> flexing at the surgeon. I started flexing his muscles at the surgeon, and I was like, "Yeah!" I just <laughs> giving giving his double bicep at him. That's hilarious. And, uh, but I mean, I don't remember any of that. I don't remember me. Did doing you get that. video? No, <laughs> no. And that's what my wife she wanted it to do. She wanted to record because right. she thought I was going to be funny after it. Well, you know, still all drugged up, uh, but she never did. But I guess I started flexing on That's on the hilarious. surgeon. You know, but I was so proud. I guess I was so proud of, of him saying that that he had a struggle with uh, <laughs> pulling my teeth out of my head. Uh, <laughs> that sounds about like when when someone's taking a photo of me now. It's like uh-huh. I've done the bodybuilding for so long that uh-huh. I just automatically start flexing my abs and my yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like they're not even showing. And I know, I'm flexing I know. them in a picture. I know. <laughs> I always do that too. I notice that too when I do my uh, when I take pictures or whatever. I you know I, I get a little, I get a little tightened <laughs> up. My posture's all straight. Right. I pick up my head. Uh yeah, there's a lot of things. <laughs> okay, sorry I got you off topic. <laughs> no, you good. Um, so so you started and you lost those hundred pounds. Just I going did. back to the basics. Back and to the basics, and this time taking a more balanced approach. Like uh-huh. I said, it took me three years to take it off, but mm-hmm. it's solid and it's like off for good. You That's know what awesome. I mean? And yeah. so I mean, but that if I would have went through something like that, I don't know. I would feel so proud of myself. Knowing that I went through this shit yep. twice, yeah, and I and I defeated conquered it, it. Yep. conquered it twice. Yeah, because I really had my doubts. I mm-hmm. just, you know, and I, and I can, I, I, I think I'm safe to say that I, I don't think a lot of people can 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 come back from that. Right. I, I wasn't sure I was going to be able to do it either, but I just took it one day at a time. And if I had a setback or something, cause of course you're going to have a setback, you know, oh, yeah. I just would pick myself up and say, okay, tomorrow's a new day. Uh-huh. I'm going to just live my life today healthy and, you know, go from there. It's like, it doesn't matter that I 
ate a box of cookies yesterday. Uh, Today is going to be different. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So you so, so you lost those 100 pounds and then you started going back on stage then, right? Yep, I did. I got up the courage to get back on stage. And, That's um, incredible. Super excited to get back up there and to uh, prove it can be done. And so, yeah, a period of 10 years went by between uh, stage uh, mm-hmm. appearances. So, you know, it was nice to get back up there and and uh be competitive and 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 it's it's not bullshit what she's saying she she showed me a a before and after picture and i was just wow my jaw (laughs) dropped like how much uh of a transformation this was and then i'll post it on 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 the socials uh, when this episode drops sweet Um, but um uh well, since we're winding down here, um, <clears throat> what do you think, uh, through all the stuff that you went through, uh, with your uh, with your situation with uh, with your husband, and uh, the the losing the weight the first time, losing the weight the second time, how do you think all that that you went through has helped you out in in the gym? Well, or even like yeah. just the everyday life. I mean, everyday life, it shows me that I can accomplish whatever I set out to accomplish, mm-hmm. you know. And even if I have doubts, just taking it one step at a time. You know, you don't have to solve the world's problems all in one day. Yeah. You know, you can just take it step by step. Each 15 minutes, make that 15 minutes count. Uh-huh. You know, like trying to do my best at the gym. You know, I may not be able to do all 10 exercises at the heaviest weight I've ever done, but I can do one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Uh you just focus on one little thing and the little accomplishments every day, you know, and be proud of yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if, uh, I mean, even something as small as drinking enough water during the day, like a lot of us are walking around dehydrated and we'd feel so much better if we were just, you know, drank enough water, just doing that and being proud of yourself mm-hmm. for drinking enough water, Absolutely. even though you may have overeaten or whatever, just that can be a challenge for people yeah. too to drink water. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so especially now that it's, it's really cold. The last thing that people want to drink is, uh, is water. They right. want to drink something warm. And what do you drink warm with teas, coffees, right. or any stuff like that? You know, and people are a lot more dehydrated. A lot of people think that you're dehydrated during, uh, during the summertime. No, you're more dehydrated during the the cold uh, the colder months. Yeah, yeah. So celebrate the little things every yeah. day. You accomplish something and be proud of it. Mm-hmm. So, you know? uh, and the, so my next question, I think I already know the answer is. Um, I was going to ask you if you can go back, would you change anything? But it, you probably well, probably wouldn't not. No, because because you wouldn't be the person that you are today. I mean, at the time when I had gained the hundred pounds back, I would have. <laughs> said no I wouldn't want that to happen Mm -hmm. but um but looking back at it now it just shows that my resolve and my strength to push through even with everyday little challenges and setbacks and you know if you just wake up every day with the intent of bettering yourself you're gonna become better absolutely and uh I want to say thank you so much for coming on you are a true inspiration. Oh, thanks. For, for I mean, I, like, like I said, I don't know where I would be at, you know, mentally, emotionally, if I went through the stuff that you went through. Right. Um, 
So it's, it's just true inspiration to, to see you uh, every day in the gym and killing it uh, in those workouts. Uh, and it's, it's incredible to see, you know, your transformations. And, and I'm excited to see where you're going to go from here. Yeah. Well, the admiration's mutual. Thank you so much for coming on. I really do appreciate it. All right. Thanks a bunch. So thank you to my guest, Pam Rockenfeller. You are a true inspiration, and I want to thank the artists that let me use their music on this week's episode. So for the intro and outro, Electric Move, and I will leave links in the show notes so you guys can go ahead and check them out. And I will also leave links to our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all under the same name unload the bar or shoot us an email unload the bar at gmail.com send us questions send us feedback and we're on all the platforms out there itunes spotify stitcher google play you name it we're probably on it but if we're not let us know and we'll get right on it and then you can subscribe rate review and share the show all those things help out the show tremendously so if you can do me a favor spend a teeny tiny bit of a time and do that for us. And then I'll talk to you guys next week.